just on the fucking phone. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. And you know who else gets it? Nobody else, Joe, but that doesn't matter. Hello and welcome to DWN Productions THC podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here, wherever the fuck you are watching or listening here today. Let's see if Joe will unfreeze and tell us how his week was. I don't know. I mean, am I frozen or not? Am I talking to you? Not right now. Or not? Uh, You are. Am I? I mean, I don't know. for a second, God damn it. Am I frozen or not? No, that's just me fucking around. Uh, But anyway, uh, so hey, Tom. So yeah, this week... uh, it's been all right. Thank you for everybody that's gone to the website and ordered some shit. I don't think it's anybody that listens to this show because I don't recognize any names or anything. But thank you to anybody else that has gone and done that because there has been a uh, quite a bit of people that have gone to the to the website and ordered some shit. So thank you. I'm trying to fill those orders. Uh, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh next weekend for the Horror Realm. Thing. I hope to see many of you there. Pittsburgh, for those of you who don't know, Tom went to school there. That was uh, that's his alma mater. He uh, did the prom there. He did uh, the whole thing there. You know, it's like he did the freshman year and the senior year and some good shit. He had some good times there. He loves Pittsburgh, so I'm going back there. And people are going to say, hey, do you know Tom? And uh, I'm going to say, no, I don't know. I don't know who the fuck that dude is. But anyway, anyway, how was your week, Tom? Oh, it was all right. I didn't end up going to the doctors or hospital, so that was nice. I woke up one morning with my belly button full of blood, so I was hoping that was the end. But I guess it wasn't, but it doesn't matter. You can't probably hear me anyways because you're just frozen and it is what it is, but I hope everybody out there had just a just a fantastic weekend. I hope it was much better than uh, what I was doing. So, but Joe, you're unfrozen you now. It was another week. You were laying there, and then all of a sudden, like you looked down, like your belly button was like had blood in it, or what? No, I got up from the bed and uh, went into the bathroom and then looked in the mirror. And there was a whole bunch of blood in there. So I got a Q-tip and, yep, a whole lot of wet, new, fresh blood. And I guess just being a big, fat guy, my belly expanded and fucking tore something. Or something fucking a spider crawled in there and fucking bit it. I don't know, Joe. I don't really give a fuck. I just know I'm closer to death, and that's the only thing I'm fucking thankful for. So your belly button right now is not bleeding, though, right? No, it healed. Okay, so you're good, right? I was throwing peroxide and shit in there, yeah, unfortunately. All right, man. Fuck yeah. You, you defeated the belly button death, and that is awesome. Not many people do that. I've heard like so many people like, hey, once your belly button starts bleeding, that's it. You have like a 1 in 18 chance of uh, dying. And Tom, you defeated those odds, man. You're here with us to record another podcast, which you love doing. 
you fucking love this shit. And the people that, that watch this shit, they love listening to you, you know. So fuck yeah, man. You're here. Thanks to all three of you. Unfortunately, this was the thing that uh, I got lucky on. So that's not going to happen again for a great while or if ever at all. So, Well, tell us all about Scarecrows, mm. man. Yeah, uh, a year, not a year, years ago, I sculpted a, a scarecrow head because I just wanted to make a scarecrow. And ever since then, I had this fucking idea in my head to just do it. And then I finally made it, and now I have a, a eight foot tall by seven foot wide scarecrow that'll just sit in the shop until the day I fucking die, and then someone will have to throw it out because, like all my shit, nobody's gonna buy it. So, but let I me ask you this: Did go do, and do fuck you, myself, Joe? Do you have crows in your shop now? Yes, it didn't work. <laughs> And I keep the door shut, too, which I don't know what happens. I fucking opened the door to the shop this morning, and those sons of bitches are in there with little vests and little hats on, smoking cigar, playing poker. It was fucked up. So, yeah, who gives a fuck? It didn't work. No one gave a fuck, so. <sighs> I don't know, Joe. Tom, I, I know. I know what you're talking about. Uh, I know. I make shit all the time. I think, hey, this is going to be the thing that sells. This is what people have told me. Hey, if you make this, I'll buy it. Hey, all right, I make it. Hey, is this on your website? Uh, it wasn't, but here it is on my website. Mm. I don't get any fucking bites on my website. But anyway, who gives a fuck, Tom? Uh, you just said a bunch of people placed orders. Yeah, they did. They did. But for the shit that I wanted them to place orders for, they didn't. So, uh, mm. yeah, it's good and bad, man. Things are good. I don't and bad. think I had a website order in two months. Yeah, but when mm. you get a website order, it's, you know, for like 800 bucks because your masks are very expensive. But when I get a website order, no, I don't like, know about hey, that. Here's a ten dollar order. Woo! All right, man. Um, yeah, I don't anyway, think eight hundred bucks. Anyway, Tom, it's uh, people don't want to fucking listen to this uh, podcast. Well, that's all right. People aren't here listening to anything, so we that's can true. say whatever the fuck we want, Joe. That's true. Nobody listens to this or. Or anything watches this or any of that. Mm. Eight know? years later, and we're just here again. Yeah. Oh well. At least in May or June, when the uh, things have to be paid for and renewed, and three people are like, "Hey, where'd it go?" <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hope you fucking had time to download the ones you liked, because. I don't think uh, old pod beam and stuff's going to save that for me just because it was previously paid for and recorded. So, hey, if you like this shit and you want to have older episodes, you better go start downloading that shit now. Because, mm. 
pretty soon I'm going to be working a job where I can't wear a hat and have to wear pants and won't have time for this. So. Oh, mm. I know. I know. Enjoy, everybody. I think I told you privately so as nobody would know. But, uh, yeah, I've got two years left on my lease at the shop, and uh, which is probably two years longer than I want it to be. But, uh, yeah, if shit doesn't turn around within those two years, I'm closing that motherfucker down and I'm going to have to go get a job. Uh, yeah, same thing. I'm going to have to, like, like uh, what do I do? Uh, oh, dress the way you want me to? Or, uh, yeah, fucking get here when you want me to and, like, do stupid shit that you want me to and hate life that you want me to. And, you know, I've talked about suicide before. You know, and, you know, yeah, I was pretty ser serious about about it when I talked about it. But, uh, yeah, at that point, I'll be real fucking serious about it because I won't be talking about it. I'll just do it. <laughs> you won't be talking at all. All right. <laughs> mm. Yep. Yeah, shit's at rough. We still shit's have those really old episodes downloaded. Right sure is, Joe. I don't know. Uh. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I know uh, I can be a bit of a dick, but I'm not a complete piece of shit to wear. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. 18 fucking years of just busting my ass and sacrificing. and Still here. 18 years. Same. 18 years. <laughs> yep. So who knows? I keep saying, oh, really, I'm going to stop doing the masks and I'll just make busts and shit. Those are more expensive to make. So then I'll just <laughs> I'll be out more money with shit that's more expensive to make that no one's going to buy. It's I'm sorry. I would love to fucking have my shit priced at $20, $30 like you're buying cheap Chinese bullshit. But it's not. It's all fucking handmade by a very fat fucking man who does all the work. Some wouldn't even call him a man, so who I don't needs know, to eat but... a lot, you know. It's mostly from fucking carbs from spaghetti and beer, if we're being honest. Because that's pretty much my fucking diet. Why? Because it's the cheapest fucking shit out there. They will sustain you, Joe. That's why. And because it's in my blood, being a fucking thick-tongued wop, that is. We'll get to that, I think. I doubt it. <laughs> you know why we won't, Joe? Mm. Tonight? You can do yeah, that that's tonight? the end of our show. After I upload this. All right. <clears throat> I don't know if I'd do that, though, because it'd be a mess. I'd think about it like I'd have to do it outside with a bag over my head. Yeah, Just I've so thought some about of the remnants too. are collecting. They don't it's have like, to see hey, that shit. I, I got to do it at the shop. You know, I got to do it like where the fucking uh, garage door is open at the shop. And, <laughs> and people are probably just going to come rip off all the shit that I have there before they <laughs> say, hey, this guy killed himself. Uh, nah. It's all right. At least the place will be haunted for the next poor bastard that rents the unit. You would hope, but I doubt it. 
<laughs> oh, fuck. Just like February to freeze. That's all right. I'm going to drink some water. Maybe it'll come back. You're a good water drinker, Tom. It's like, you know. I was going to yeah. drink water, but, you know, I got back I, to the shop today. And uh, Lisa was like, hey, I'm next door drinking. Can you pick up some beer? Okay. Might I mean, well. the doctor told me no, but fuck it. Might as well just fucking drink, Lisa, I guess. <laughs> you know, I'm fucking miserable anyway. Hmm. Yeah, that's something I uh, try not to do is drink when I'm in a bad mood. But lately, I've when are you not gonna drink then? What a bad know? mood actually <laughs> is. Yeah, so it is what it is, Joe. I didn't really watch much. I hope you did. But uh, one of the movies that I watched was a big time pig fucking piece of shit. It was called Doom Generation. Have you heard of this? I've heard of this. I have not watched it. Uh, I know Rose McGowan is in it, right? Mm-hmm. She is, Joe. Does she show her tits? Oh, fuck. She does, Joe. She does. If that's the kind of thing you want to see is this poor fucking abused woman's <laughs> breasts, then yes, this this is in the movie, Joe. But was she but, poor uh, and abused at fuck. that time? I mean, probably. It looked like one of her first movies. She didn't have any money or she wasn't a star at the time. So, yeah, she was probably poor and abused for a lot less, Joe. All right. If I'd have to guess. So uh, it starts out with uh, old Rose McGowan in some kind of a late 90s metal club. Uh, she's fucking looking like some alternative metal chick with her fucking Bob haircut or whatever them goofy shits is with the fucking bangs. And then it comes down to like right there, you know, the real stereotypical fucking shit. And then she has a uh, half a gay boyfriend and uh, they leave the old metal club and go to the drive in to do a little fucking and sucking. Only he can't get it up because he's half a gay. And then a fight breaks out on their car, Joe. And fucking one of the people getting their ass beat just fucking ends up bleeding in the back of their car because he stabbed himself. And it turns out he's half a gay too, Joe. So uh, they set out on a road trip. Uh, the guy acts really homosexual to the other guy. The fucking uh, Rose McGowan doesn't care. She starts banging and blowing the guy. And <laughs> they wind up at a uh, gas station owned by some Koreans. They kill that guy. They end up at a hotel or a fucking drive through restaurant. They end up killing that guy because they follow him. It's really fucking dumb, Joe. Like, the how it's written, everything's, like, the dialogue's like, hey, why don't you eat my fuck? Oh, you smegma guzzler, you fucking turd burgling fuckhead. And, like, every, 
every all the fucking dialogues like that and whenever they buy something or mention a number it's always six 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 like that's so fucking edgy and cool and the whole thing is just a weird fucking homoerotic fucking i don't know some kind of maybe like some homoerotic heathers kind of fucking shit i don't know it's fucking it's so dumb and it's just written so poorly like a goddamn child wrote the shit all the dialogue is fucking awful uh the fucking guy that they pick up at the drive-in i they don't show it but i guess he has jesus tattooed on his dick so, oh, yeah, I got this when I have sex with people. I can say Jesus is inside of them. Real, real cool. That's all right. It was it was such fucking rubbish, mate. The blokes would put it in the fucking bin. It uh, it sucked. It was just trying to be so fucking edgy and so cool. Like, yeah, look, look at me. And it fucking, like, I looked into this shit, and I guess this was, like, some 90s queer cinema shit. I don't fucking know. Wasn't for me. You'll probably love it. I did appreciate the fucking three seconds of Mortal Kombat footage they had in the movie. So, uh, I'd say watch it for that, but... Now, this was fucking... I'm surprised I sat through the whole thing, Joe. I watched it on the computer, so I was checking the timeline fucking at least five, six times to see how much longer was left in this fucking piece of shit. It was a it was a chore to get through. It was just like a fucking 12-year-old making a movie, trying to be edgy and cool. Maybe if you were a fucking a youngster when you saw this at the time, you might think, oh, shit, that was wild. But, nah, get the fuck out of here with all this bullshit. Fucking sucked. The acting was terrible. Fucking the dialogue was some of the worst fucking dialogue was ever written, ever spoken, ever fucking delivered. Uh, it was uh, just fucking garbage, dude. Just complete fucking garbage i don't know i i dude i don't know and it's not just because it was some weird fucking homoerotic movie i don't give a fuck about that shit uh but you don't it just it wasn't good yeah i've never seen this movie tom but uh it, it's it's a popular one you know people love it when they you know it's like oh fuck yeah the doom generation baby yeah that that like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it's even about, you know. So, you know, when people say like, "Hey, is this?" I just a- told you what it was about. <laughs> so, but is it a crime movie? It's is like it a-, a weird cuckold. Yeah, I mean, kinda. It's like a weird cuckold road trip movie. So it's about it's a couple taking it's place It's like at the, the car guy that they pick on the up on way to Miami or something. That's what you're saying. I mean, they don't really go anywhere. They I really get don't that. go fucking. I, I really understand. It's fucking that. dumb. Yeah. So I might relate to this movie because I'm also not going anywhere. But uh, 
No, you just will for the other stuff. Mm. Yeah, whatever. The cuckolding lifestyle, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but other than you know, that, I don't think fuck. so. Yeah, <laughs> oh, so what did you watch, Joe? Um, I watched American Ninja 2. So... If you've watched American Ninja 1, you would know it's about this guy that's an American, and he's a ninja. He was, like, raised to be a ninja. Like, he got lost in the woods, and some Asian guy, like, molested him and also taught him to be a ninja. So he joins the army and meets a black dude that's his best friend, and that black dude is kind of a ninja too, I guess. But he didn't get molested or anything. But anyway, this time, it's in the Caribbean. And, like, there's uh, some Marines that are there. And they keep getting abducted by ninjas in the Caribbean. And there's a, a Marine there that's, like, kind of giving them up. Like, like hey... I'm going to take you guys to this bar and then ninjas go and kidnap them. So they send in Michael Dudikoff. And I think uh, the black guy's name is, what's his name? His real name is Steve Barry. Is that right? No, they can't be right. Because that's one of our friends' name, right? Let's just say that that's his name. But anyway, they go over there and they're badasses because they're army rangers. They're not fucking Marines. And they're, you know, the Marines are like, well, what the fuck y'all going to do? Well, what they're going to do is kick some ass, Tom. Because when the ninjas come to abduct them, Michael Dudikoff fights them. And he's not a very good fighter, but it doesn't matter. Because these fight scenes in this movie, they look like shit. They're terrible. Michael Dudikoff, he has one look. Has that look through the whole movie. There's a poster, American Ninja 2 poster. Look that up. He has that look through the whole movie. He doesn't emote for shit. Uh, it's, it's a terrible movie, but it's kind of funny. The more you watch this movie, it's funny as shit. And it has some things that, that I really love in an action movie, Tom. You know... That I love when somebody gets set on fire, right? If somebody gets set on fire and they're walking around set on fire, I think that's a badass stunt. I think, like, hey, man, you earned your money on that. Another stunt that I realized that I really like a lot is, like, when somebody is, like, holding onto a chain or a rope and they're pulling them with a car and they're just kind of, like, twisting around and getting pulled by a car. Man, that's got to hurt. That That's you know, you got to earn your money if you're doing that shit. That, that's like, how much can they pay you? Not enough, I don't think. But anyway, what they're doing, Tom, they're abducting these, these Marines to turn them into ninjas that, uh, that don't care if they're killed or not. You know, they're, they're going to run out and get killed, and they do. Because Michael Dudikoff fights all these ninjas and kills them. Even though they're fucking Marines. It's like he doesn't think, hey, man, these guys have been abducted and now I got to fight them. But he kills them. He fucking kills them. Uh, there's like some big baddie Marine 
or, or ninja that he's got to fight, and he kills that guy too. Like nobody can fucking defeat Michael Dudikoff. He's just such a badass. Uh, not a good movie, but it is pretty funny. I would recommend, I guess, if you like laughs and uh, kung fu laughs. You don't, Tom. You don't like any of this shit. Whatever. Well, I mean, I'm not going to watch it because I don't like white people, so I would say that's not for me. Unless it's well, Chris pretty, Farley as the American uh, Ninja. Yeah, that's uh, that's hip right now to hate white people. So, And you've always been hip, Tom. You've always been like, hey, I'm going to do what everybody else does. Hate white people? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. What'd you watch? Huh? That's all I can do. I tried everything else. Not enough, Joe. I watched uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Have you heard of this one? Man, I've seen this movie like three or four times. Have you? I have. Damn, you must really liked it to have never brought it up before after it's watching good it movie. so many times. It's a good movie, Tom. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, it's not bad. I guess good would be a uh, be a word for it. I couldn't go with great. It is because, good. Uh, and bad. Yeah. And ugly. It's got it all. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's just a uh, it's just a little long. Oh, it, is it uh, like turns how long? Out long that, uh, they time. like. I think it was about two hours and fifty seven minutes. And there's a good uh, 30, 30 minute ish chunk that could have just been thrown out where uh, they go to the uh, union off or union soldier camp and it's just the uh, army leader, or whatever, getting drunk and then they blow up a bridge. Like all that just could have been crumpled up and thrown on the cutting room floor and Fuck. made this breeze, made this move a little more. So you could say, hey, brother, 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 brother. Oh, I, they would have understood me. Yeah. Because I guess in this movie, too, like everybody was speaking their own language. So if you had like, well, they didn't have Spanish actors. We'll get to that. But if you had like an Italian and American actor, the Italian guy would speak Italian and the American would speak English and shit. And like these Italian movies do, they just fucking overdub anything. Anyways, it starts out with uh, Clint Eastwood and some Jewish guy playing a Mexican. They uh, have a little scam going where the uh, fake Mexican, he's uh, wanted for rape and murder and all the good stuff. So Clint Eastwood turns him in. And as they're about to hang the guy, Clint Eastwood shoots him down like he's fucking dead shot or some shit. And then they ride off on a fucking horse and split the money. But uh, things go south and he doesn't want to, Clint Eastwood that is, doesn't want to do this shit anymore. So he leaves the fake Mexican in a uh, in a desert. The fake Mexican finds him and then it's, just a back and forth kind of cat and mouse thing. And then old Lee Van Cleef winds up and there's gold buried in a, in a, what's it? Old angel eyes. You mean that they all want to find. Yeah. Old anal eyes. Yeah. I mean, it was good. 
there's a lot of fucking like I don't want to say cliche shit because this is probably I mean this is where all the fucking cliches came from and Quentin Tarantino pretty much you know made his career off of this fucking movie but uh it's all right i mean it's worth watching it's just fucking long and it just they love that music so much they They just let the whole goddamn song play and even if it's just people walking or riding a horse they just let the whole 18 minute song play so i would say as far as italian movies go it's great but if we're just judging on a regular regular movie scale i would say it's good it's worth the watch but it's a it's a little fucking long some of this shit definitely could have been cut and shit could have been trimmed but uh worth a watch i'll never watch it again there's some cool shit in it but there's there's some long shit like that whole thing with the fucking Union soldiers and blowing up the bridge. That just could have been, you could have threw it the fuck away and we would have missed nothing. The story still would have flowed. It would have flowed better because they just kind of stopped there and said, oh, we got to get across that bridge. We, we didn't even need a bridge for them to get across. It was, I guess they put it in there just so they would have some kind of civil war element instead of it just being in the background. But even when they the fucking they get stopped by the uh, losing army, and they're just like, "Oh, you can't fucking get wounded, or you can't fix your wounds here. You gotta go to the church or whatever." Like that whole scene could have been fucking cut. Shit, Didn't yeah, need that, that shit. When they pull up and it's just like they start. Yeah, we're not the gray baby. This is just dust. Yeah, it's awesome. Fucking great scene. Uh, yeah, mm. I, I get what you're saying, Tom. It's like it's a uh, close to three hours, but it's not three hours like Avengers Endgame, which is like over three hours, and that's a piece of shit. That's a huge piece of shit that you love, and that one was on your top ten of something of whatever three years ago. Uh, but this movie, yeah, if you're making a top great. 10 comic book movies, and I'll watch this. Mo- no, it was on your top 10 of the year. I think it was like your number. Well, one. yeah, if that was Dude. that year, then what the hell else was out? And I yeah. wouldn't say it was number so, two. But this movie is, is fucking great. This movie is it's an awesome movie. Uh, yeah, it's long because it's got a long story to tell, Tom. You know, it doesn't really unlike, have a long story Avengers, to tell. Whatever the fuck. Avengers 3 Hours. That's what we'll call that movie. You know what uh, it's called, Joe. You've seen all the movies. You know yeah. what it's called. You've Avengers, seen more Marvel movies than I. Avengers Cocksuck is what we'll call it. And uh, yeah. That's well, the one with China. And uh, not good. And you loved it, but you don't love this because you hate your fucking roots. You hate your Italian roots. And, man, that's a sad thing. I mean, this is a good movie, Tom. This is a really, really good movie. And, yeah, it's long. And you have very little patience. Like, like you youngsters, like, don't like to pay attention to anything unless there's, like, 
like fucking uh, Robert Downey Jr. like in a helmet, like oh let me do this, let me do this, and and then you love it. But no, I would have went with Robert Downey Jr. in blackface, and I'd be like, yeah, I did love that one. That was good shit. But yeah, I agree with you. Uh, good, the bad, and the ugly is a tremendous movie. It'll never be in my top ten because it, it's it's a great movie, but. You know, it's no Excalibur, you know, because that's under like two and a half hours. But uh, yeah, you should keep your movies under, you know, two hours. I get it. But, uh, but yeah. Right, Skyler? He's a good old doggy. He's a good old doggy. You're a good old doggy. So now it's your turn. So, Tom, I watched a movie called Erotic Nightmares. You ever heard of this one? Of course. Yep. You. This is a this is what you would call a Category Three movie, and it is part of the set that I bought from uh, Arrow Films called the Made in Hong Kong. And, and you got it from Arrow, huh? I did. And this is a uh, Anthony Wong is the main star in this movie and he was a uh, you know him, right Tom? No, you don't. Mm-hmm. But he was the star of Ebola Syndrome. You remember that movie? No, you don't. But it's a very good movie, Tom, about the Ebola Syndrome, very educational. When well, this one he plays a mild-mannered guy. That's just, you know, trying to live life and his wife you know has kind of got a medical problem so she can't really fuck a whole lot so that's kind of bothering him and uh this guy pops up to him and says hey puts his hand on him and then takes his hand off there's a tattoo of a girl there gives him the card hey call me he's like what the fuck's going on here and then that night he has like a an erotic dream, Tom, of the girl in the tattoo. And like, what the fuck? What, what's going on? This is like such an erotic dream. And he wants more of those dreams, Tom. So he goes to the guy and says, hey, yeah, yeah, I want more of these dreams. Here's some money. And, you know, he gets more of those dreams. But they end violently. Turns out like, shit like bad shit's happening to his family like people being killed and like you think that's where the movie's gonna go it's like it's gonna be this guy versus this like uh this this mystic guy that did this shit to him but no because spoiler alert hey if you don't want to hear more about this movie because i know a lot of people haven't seen it and quit listening right now but anyway he kills himself tom he kills himself after his wife dies and his mom dies. He kills himself. So then his brother comes back from Malaysia. Turns out his brother's into all the mystic shit too. And it turns into like a big mystic fight between his brother and the the guy that the, like put this curse on him. Crazy shit. But, you know, before that, it was just like, man, there's a lot of whole like crazy like sucking and fucking and. You know, these Chinese girls 
they're not very erotic, you know, because they, they're all fucking thin and flat and everything. They look like little boys. So I'm not into that. You know, Tom, you might dig it. You might fucking dig it. But uh, shit, it's a good movie. It's a really, really good movie. Once you get past the first half, which is just, you know, soft porn, they're like, holy shit, this is, this is good. This is, and I'll tell you something about uh, Arrow. I think they clean up these fucking movies that they find more than anybody else does. I'm a big fan of Severin because, you know, they're buddies of mine. I'm a big fan of uh, Vinegar Syndrome because they're buddies of mine too, but I don't think they clean up their movies too well. Uh, these guys do. I would recommend this movie. Uh, this Made in Hong Kong. If you're into Category 3 movies, this is one I hadn't seen or hadn't heard of. Because I'm not fucking Chinese. You know, I don't know about that shit. But uh, I think I think you guys would dig it. Hey, Tom, what'd you watch? Nothing. All right, so I finished up season four of Room 104, which is a series on HBO. It's an anthology series, and their gimmick, uh, if you've listened to this podcast for a couple of years, I've talked about this shit, but you haven't. Nobody has, and I, I again, am just talking to the fucking sky. But uh, this anthology series always takes place in the same motel room, and they do a different story, and there's, you know, it's a different genre each time. It could be science fiction, it could be drama, it could be a musical, and it's good, man. It's entertaining. Uh, you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes it's not for me, like if they do... Uh, a thing about a gay guy that makes masks, you know, that's not for me, you know, I'll watch it. It's like, Oh, that was well done, but you know, uh, but then they'll do like a crazy horror story where there's a, like the devil fighting with somebody else in the, and it's good shit. And I think this is the last season they're going to do. Maybe, I don't know, but, uh, but I would recommend it if you have HBO minus or whatever pretty good shit yeah anything else no hmm you like warlocks sometimes I do Tom sometimes I do what about this time Kinda. Because of the weird sexual element? No. You tell us, Tom. Tell us. We're talking about Warlock 3. The end of yep. the sentence. So, uh, in this one, fucking 32-year-old Kirsty from Heckraiser is playing a college student. Which uh, she An seems a little student, too. Um, which is not I, really a student. Mm. They just kind of go to school. I mean, it is as long as you're paying and you're in a 
school facility, I guess you can be considered a student. Spoken as a but, uh, student. Very good, Tom. Yep. But, uh, yeah, her and uh, all of her white friends, because she doesn't associate with minorities, they because all go to uh, – because what? Huh? Okay. So they all go to Roger Corman's studio in Ireland, where I guess there's a warlock trapped in the uh, pipes. I don't know if these were like cast iron pipes. I can't remember if iron is something – that traps or hurts witches. I know Iron is an enemy of one of these creatures in movies or whatever. But her pothead friend kind of spins a nut on one of these fucking pipes. And then Venom comes out of it. And I guess that's the warlock and the floor breaks or something. And everybody's mad. And then a new warlock shows up to somehow kill people in even worse ways and it's very not good very of its time all the fucking late 90s music made me want to fucking puke piss and uh not a goddamn redeeming thing about this fucking movie at all i guess julian sands isn't in it so i don't have to see that fucking guy again but that's not really a positive to say, yeah, go watch this movie because the other boy witch isn't in it. I don't know. It was fucking dumb. Uh, shitty. Like, just dumb. It's one of those fucking movies where all the friends go to a house and get killed. They know they should leave, but they fucking don't for one reason or another. It's just, it's stupid. All right, well... I've got a different take. You know, Tom is obviously upset. He didn't want to record tonight. Uh, we probably should have waited till tomorrow. But anyway, Warlock 3, End of the Innocent, stars uh, a woman called Angel Boris. And she's a redhead that was in probably Penthouse and Playboy and... Young me at the time, I might have been 20 some. I thought she was hot as fuck. She was always naked, you know. She posed for those, and in this, you know, she, you know, this is her acting debut, maybe. I don't know, but uh, she's a horrible actress, and she doesn't very, look very good with her clothes on, but that doesn't matter because she takes her clothes off a lot in this movie. Uh, but Tom's right in that it is a it is a piece of shit. You know, it does it has the mirror trope, you know, the horror mirror trope where like somebody's looking in the mirror and then they look away. She's not just looking in the mirror. She's like about to fucking finger fuck herself and just she's rubbing herself up in the mirror for no fucking reason whatsoever. And then just goes I, so fucking dumb. This is an idiotic movie where they just did idiotic shit. And I, like, it was fucking dumb. It was, what the fuck is the point of this? I'm going to almost fondle myself in a mirror for no reason. Is it because you found this old, stupid nightgown? Or is it your nightgown you brought or something? I, it's so dumb. So fucking dumb. So dumb. Uh, and then they have a uh, cleaning montage where they play a 
a song by somebody you've never heard of, and they're all cleaning the the castle while the the montage is playing. And uh, it's all this fucking late '90s shitty industrial alternative fucking bullshit that yeah, fucking the sucks. dumb generation music would listen to. Horrible, horrible music. Uh, I can see Tom and his Jinkos, you know, just kind of jamming to this music. Fuck but, no, they weren't throwing pop at each other <laughs> while they were wearing fucking makeup. So the thing that confuses me about this movie in the beginning, this warlock abducts a little girl like a like a three-year-old girl four or five-year-old girl and i don't know what happens there but like he's also abducting the hellraiser girl to knock her up to fuck her was that his intention with the three five-year-old girl to like knock up that girl to give her a devil child I don't know. There's... I guess it was, but they couldn't say it. Now that you're saying it, like, oh, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. But they at least had enough sense to not fucking say that in the movie and just left it ambiguous and confusing. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> okay, and then... And where does this take place? Like, Somerville, where the fuck is that? It doesn't look like fucking America at all. Some of the fucking people they hired clearly aren't American because they're speaking in shitty American accents. So I just had to look up. Very it's fucking nice. shot in Ireland and the same fucking set to Pit in the Pendulum and all that fucking garbage Roger Corman shit was shot at. But the thing is, like at the end, this Kirsty girl, you know, the Hellraiser chick, she defeats the, the warlock and then she walks off. Like, then not it, only defeats the warlock, but the warlock it. turns into this like fucking cool looking werewolf monster that you see for maybe two seconds and flashes. It's just like, all right, fuck face. If you took the time to make this goddamn monster and you're just showing it like fucking this, what the fuck is wrong with you? Use it. Because it you spent did all this money. Cool, it, it did compared to everything else in this movie. Now, if they would have took time to fucking focus on that monster, it would have looked like shit, like most Dude. monsters do. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll tell you this. The guy that played the warlock in this, he was fucking great. He was really, really good. He was much better than Julian Sands was. in Which the isn't saying much. No, it's not. But he's a lot better. He played a villain really well. Unfortunately, he's in a shitty movie. And there's nobody else that can match up to him. But this dude was fucking badass. These movies were fucking terrible. And I will never watch them again. Unless I'm like fucking forced to or some shit. But... Yeah, these were fucking, like this one wasn't even fucking, at least fucking the other two had some kind of idiotic charm to them because they were just like fucking weird amalgam movies and shit. This was just your typical of its time, late 90s directive video, almost trying to be a fucking Hellraiser movie thing. It was this shit fucking, 
in their stupid fucking styrofoam castle. Go fuck yourself. Shit. Well, that's all I watched, huh? Shit, Joe. Next week, you know what we're starting? No. We're going to watch the Grindhouse movies, Joe. Have you heard of them? No. Would you believe me if I told you there were five? Nope. There's Planet Terror. There's Death Proof. There's the two Machete movies. And then we're going to pretend we're Canadian and also watch the trailer that was the contest winner that was turned into a movie. One of your favorites, Bum with a Gun. So turn in next week. Tune in next week. Or don't. I don't really give a fuck. And uh, we'll watch Planet Terror. At least I'll fucking like it, because that's my favorite horror movie. After that, I'll probably hang myself. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I won't. Maybe it's like, hey, Tom's all fucking pissed, so why should I? You know, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I'll watch it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I know you don't give a fuck. Hey, Joe, you like Spider-Man? No. Mm. <laughs> so last time when we saw Spider-Man, he was about to get thrown off a bridge, and he does. They throw him off a bridge this time. You know, the fucking uh, the Jackal, Tarantula, and Gwen Stacy, they throw him off a bridge, and he fucking, you know, what do Spider-Mans do? Throw a web, and they're like, hey, I'm not going to fucking die because I fucking, you know, threw a web. Anyway, you know, after that, he's trying to figure out, like, like what's going on here? What's going on here? And uh, what's her name? Mary Jane says, hey, Peter Parker, we need to talk. I thought you wanted to fuck. And he's like, no, I need to get my shit together. All right, then fuck you. I'm out of here. So he doesn't, you know, he's just kind of being a dick. And then, you know, it's like, oh, well, it turns out, you know, we got to find out who's doing Ned Leeds, who's a reporter, is trying to figure this out. He says, hey, we're going to talk to Professor Warren about this. They go talk to Professor Warren. Professor Warren says, yeah, one of my students, you know, took the DNA from Gwen Stacy. He probably did it. He didn't. It was Professor Warren. Professor Warren is the jackal, Tom. And that's the reveal on this. Um, I don't know how all these fucking idiots have these fucking magical masks that can just fucking, you know, talk with you like it's their mouth and the fucking eyes and brows can move. You know, silicone's about as good as we have for that right now. Maybe back in that day it would have been fucking uh, foam latex and shit. But even then it would have to be glued to their face and it would have been a little stiffer than the stuff we have now. So I don't know if these fucking idiots at Marvel knew how masks work or they're just like, ah, oh, children, idiot, dummy fucking children's buying this shit. So fuck them. We'll just have these idiotic things that everyone's wearing masks. And oh, at least, at least you'll be able to wear their masks around Halloween time without having to worry that you can't see and shit. Because they can just fucking see everything and flip around. 
cars are coming towards these motherfuckers who are wearing masks. They just jump over them and then throw the cars. They don't need to worry about getting fucking hit. So if you need a mask to wear for Halloween time, head on over to the Marvel Universe and buy something because everything else you can't see out of and you will definitely get molested and then hit by a car if you wear them. I can't wait for fucking next week's issue. And then we have the big 150th issue where Mary Jane and Peter Parker get married. I can't wait, Joe. I can't wait. Hey, Joe, you like lists? I did, but like I fucked up my list somehow. Mm. It's unfortunate because this is the second time we're doing it. Is it? It is. Okay. All right. So anyway, this it doesn't fucking matter because this is another show that I'm not going to share with anybody. Um, like we're doing our top five uh, TV show theme songs, and if I could remember the theme song to. Uh, Shit, I don't even remember the show. Then I would sing it. But so I'll just say, Welcome back, Cotter. And uh, I don't know. I go, Welcome back to the podcast we used to talk about. Welcome back. Tom is mad again on this podcast. Welcome back. He don't want to talk and something shit. So that's, yeah. Number five, Tom. Welcome back, Cotter. Very nice. Mm -hmm. My number five is the... My number five is the theme from South Park, Joe. Have you heard it? It's sung by Les Claypool, world-famous bass guitar player. Never heard it. How's it go? I don't know. You wouldn't like it anyways. What's your number four? And number four is the theme to Sesame Street. Sunny days make the clouds away. Todd doesn't want to make anything gay. He don't like the podcast. Very nice. Uh, my number four is uh, Spectacular Spider-Man. I have a special place in my heart for the 90s animated series, but the Spectacular Spider-Man is a much better theme song, and it is catchy. Would I ever listen to it driving around? No. Would I ever put it on in the shop? No. But it's a theme song, and uh, the name of the show is in the theme song. So there you go. Number three. At number three, I have the theme song to The Wire. Each season was sung by somebody else. But it usually went like this. When you walk through the garden, you better watch your back. Uh... Because I beg your pardon, 
something like that. I don't know. And Tom don't like the podcast. There you go. My number three, I have the theme from the boondocks. Pretty good, pretty short is what it is. It's a good middle of the list pick. Nice. And number two, I number have two. love. It's exciting and new. Come aboard. We're expecting you, the love boat. Soon we'll be making another run. The love boat promises something for everyone. Set a course for adventure, your mind on a new romance. Cause love. It's pretty good. My number two is the uh, theme from Roseanne. The original one, or when they did it later with some John Popper lyrics. I don't give a fuck. It's a good theme, and it brings back nostalgia. So Was John Popper fucking her? I don't know. Never met the guy to ask. Either one of them. Maybe one day, Tom. Nah, I don't I don't see that happening. I don't have much time I do, left. I do see that happening. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to have enough time left to make a list next week, Joe. At I number one, I have a, a show that most people would consider racist. But I don't even remember the show, so it doesn't matter. But I still remember the song. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Fuck, I don't remember it. One day the something blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. The Dukes of Hazard theme song. Well, Joe, my number one is not the Dukes of Hazard theme song. It is the theme from Tales from the Crypt. Good stuff. It was made by an elf man, I think. So, uh, tune in next week if we're here and uh, we'll I talk don't about... Week. I mean, why? why? What the fuck, you know? If Tom, this guy that puts on this shit doesn't want to put an effort into this, why should you put an effort into to listen? Just fuck, fuck, fuck this show. I mean, I was asleep before we did this. I mean, I should have stayed asleep, right? Fuck it, you know? Like, how many sleeps do I have left? Not many. Not many. So if we're here, we'll talk about... uh embarrassing uh childhood moments and uh if we are not then uh i don't know if we're not then whatever uh i gotta say dwn productions 
just in case I'm uh, I'm around next year to do the taxes. So it'll still be right offable. <clears throat> Joe isn't here to plug, so he can go plug himself. Everybody, whatever, boy gab. <laughs>